previously on Little Bit Leave It. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Little Bit Leave It, the official podcast for Friend Island, USA. In the USA. Just had to get that in there, didn't ya? My name is Ben, and with me, as always, it is my podcasting partner and partner in life, Becca. This episode, that's all I'm going to say. This episode... So we are going to talk about the second episode of Friend Island. And in this episode, we get to know the Islanders. They get to know each other. We've got some conflicts brewing. We've got our first friend date. It's a jam-packed episode, but it starts at the flagpole. Well, yeah, they show us the Islanders waking up in the bunks. Trevor almost falling out of the top bunk. Great moment. Yeah, weird that he ended up on the top bunk, but okay. I have a feeling he probably fought for it. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, they do their 6 a.m. walk through the high, wet, ticky grass to the flagpole. I'm not sure why they're doing it, but I have to give them points for originality because I don't think I've ever seen this type of ceremony on reality TV before. I don't think Uncle Terry's ever seen reality TV. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, yeah, that's actually really funny is that um, that morning... Uncle Terry realizes that he is on a TV show. Let's. That was a segue. Yeah, let's listen. Is this a TV show that we're doing? That's so neat. That's what the camera's for? <laughs> okay, hot mic. What did Terry think was going on until this point? Just a fun bunch of friends hanging out and partying, I guess. Like, what did he think this was? I don't know. But after they do their flag raising ceremony and I guess they eat breakfast, they are released to lay about and talk. But unlike with Love Island, they're encouraged to talk about their lives at home. I mean, that's how you bond with somebody, right? Is by bringing them into your world. Yeah, yeah. And we do get a couple of the Islanders talking about their spouses, which I did not expect to happen so soon, but I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah. At the end of this episode, I kind of wish they didn't encourage us to go into their world. I'd like to stay in my world, out of their world, please. Just so innovative, this TV show. Just the people at ITV7 and the Miranda Network Kudos to you, to the whole production team. So innovative. All right there, suck ass. Play the next clip. Yeah, and along those lines, we get a nice chat between Trevor and Terry about their wives. I am happily married, I must say. I have, I I found a Guinevere, but she wants nothing to do with my interests. We share nothing in common and we like it that way. It keeps our romance spicy. We're always introducing new things to each other, but I would not consider her to be a friend. I'm six times divorced from uh, the same lady. We just can't figure it out, but this time we are done for good. Cheryl told me we are done for good. It's good to know that not everybody is miserable at home. So Trevor seems maybe happy in his marriage. To me, it just sounds like he and his wife have a very physical relationship. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm betting they're into some kinky shit, but don't have much in common. That's that's kind of what I picked up from from that. And uh, Terry, though, I don't know if I would call that a happy home life. No, absolutely not. Right. I, I am very curious to meet Cheryl. I know I would love to meet Cheryl. Do you yeah. think they have exes? Come on. I don't know. Um, who would marry Terry six times? Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah, we got it. We got to meet Cheryl. So hopefully we get to meet her later in the season. We have no idea whether they will bring on wives, ex-wives, whatever. They did that in, I think, the second season of the British one. But uh, we'll see. After the lawsuit, you know, they're probably not too excited to do that. I don't think we're allowed to mention any of that. But so um, the first friend date of the season, right? This is big. Jessica gets a fax. We're really going with this like vintage vibe, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think they did, again, just a tremendous job by the set designers. So, yes, Jessica gets a fax. She gets to pick someone for a friend date. And as we had kind of mentioned last time, her and Karen seemed like they were building something. So she picks Karen for her friend date. And Karen is not quite sure what to do with that information. Yeah. So first, I think Jessica really didn't have any other choice. It's the first friend date of the season. She has to pick the person she's buddied up with. Who said? I mean, you don't have to, but I think that is a surefire way to turn the house against you, right? To make your buddy that you just picked yesterday, make them feel bad because you didn't pick them to go on the friend date. So I don't think she had much choice, but I do agree with you that she probably wanted to pick Karen. I agree with that. Jessica, yeah. Jessica absolutely seems like the type of woman who would be excited to be friends with a microblogger. Yeah, I I agree. I think that Karen has no idea what a friend date even is or maybe doesn't like Jessica. What did you pick up from from this? Let's listen to so, this. So, yeah, uh, I would like to invite Karen on my friend date today. Karen, would you come on my friend date? Uh, yeah, where are we going? Can I invite someone too? No, it's just you and me. No, it's you. You'd be going with me. I'm. I'm the person that you're going with. Okay, because Andy's got these calves. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I can't stop looking at him. No, I mean, he's got the sexuality of like an old wooden chair. But Karen, stop! Karen, you're being so crazy. I'm sorry. Karen, he's just playing. She loves going out with just me. Um, yeah. So we're going to go out to the spa. You know, I got to pick, pick one person. Um, so yeah, just oh, one. I love spa day. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a spa day and we'll talk about girl stuff. It'll be so fun. Yeah, girl stuff like, uh, um, girl stuff like, um, you know, like like who who's dating who in Hollywood that- kind of thing. What? Just my tits. They're out. Oh, oh, you, you don't need your tits out for this. I mean, thank you. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not that's not girl stuff. I don't I don't mean I don't mean take off your shirt. Please put it back on. Oh, Karen. Does Karen even know how to be a friend? It looks like all was lost. Yeah. And they find that one subject that I guess all women can bond about at any point. Right. I don't know. I have to tell you, I probably haven't talked about. Let's just listen to the clip. We both have our period. 
Yeah. Oh my God, we do. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So crazy that we synced oh. up already. Sisters for life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Maybe I can borrow a tampon from you later. Yeah. Tampon. Okay. Oh shit. I've never been able to borrow a tampon from a friend before. That's like legit. Really? <laughs> yeah. You've never borrowed a tampon from anyone before. No, nobody, nobody, uh, I don't know anybody well enough to ask. Um, except you now, I guess. Not even like a nurse or something. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very shy about that kind of thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask a, a nurse or anything. Usually I just do the toilet paper thing, you know, I just run in and I fold toilet paper up around, around, around. Sometimes I wrap it all the way around my finger and I make it into like a little cylinder and then I shove that up there. <laughs> like a cotton candy up your pussy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, was that not what you're supposed to do? I feel like toilet paper is made of the same stuff that tampons No, are. I don't know. I've just always had one on me. Um, and if I borrow one, you know, it's really hard. I do see where you're coming from because every time I borrow a tampon, everyone's really stressed out when I try to give it back. Yeah, right? I I, I would think that would, that's nice of you. That's really sweet. I'm just trying to return it. Thank you. Yeah. I feel oh like you understand me. Yeah, you're like so nice. You're like too nice. That's your uh, that's your problem. That's why you haven't made enough friends. You're too nice. Oh no. Do you I'm showing you my tits. No, no, I'm really I've already seen thank you. I've already seen them. I don't need them. They were so close. It was so close to being a cute bonding conversation. Here's here's a question. Do you think what do you think the bigger factor is in Karen having trouble making friends? Is it that she is A, too nice, or B, keeps taking her tits out every 30 seconds? Or C, gives you bloody tampons. Yeah, maybe that's that's a turnoff too for most people. Um they get back to the villa. Everybody is happy to see them, blah blah blah. And now it's time to meet some other islanders, right? Do we have to? Yeah. It doesn't get better. I think these people have their hearts in the right place. I mean, so for example, right, I don't know if there is anybody trying harder to make friends, both in the villa and outside in life, as as Jeff, right? That's an understatement. So uh, once again, Jeff wants to talk about his box truck. Man, that must have been a really shitty investment because I feel like that Jeff's got like two notes, middle school band and box truck. And now he feels compelled to tell us the story of how he got the box truck, um, which is not a story that we needed, but let's hear it anyway. So one time I was watching this movie and this friend invited over his friends to help him move, you know, and... Uh, I was just like, I could do that, you know? So I went to I went to U-Haul and I asked if they're selling any of their trucks and they said, that's not how we do it. <laughs> so I went out and I, and I, you know, I saved for a long time. I, I worked and saved all of my money for my middle school job for um, maybe two or three years. Saved up a lot, didn't go out to eat, waited and then, then put, down a, put down some money on a box truck, you know, just so that I could have that, you know, uh, as an option. Uh, hasn't been taken up on. No, nobody's taken me up on it so far. <laughs> have, have, you know, tell people, you know, you're moving. I've got a truck and uh, they, they've still been wrenching. But, you know, 
I think it was a good investment. I I, I hang out in there sometimes. I, I furnished it and it's kind of my man cave. <laughs> so I got I got my guitar in there. I got I got some books, you know. Um, and I, and I you know I like to I like to be there where it's quiet and dark sometimes because it helps me think. Uh, helps me get my get my emotions in check. You know, sometimes I go in there just to scream a little and then I come back out and I'm good. <laughs> Has my box truck ever been used to help somebody move? Not yet! Well, that's not a no! That is a not yet! <laughs> it's gonna be. And hopefully, somebody on Friend Island is gonna need it. Well, I'd rather hear the story about how why he got the box truck rather than just hearing another sales pitch for it. Honestly, a mobile man cave is probably a way better business idea than a weirdo with a box truck. Especially if like you go into like Brooklyn where there's not a ton of room and there's all these, you know, frustrated middle-aged dads listening to the national and crying. They can have somewhere to chill out for an hour. Yeah. In that context, this is a really great thing that Jeff has done. Right? No, because he hasn't done it. It's only done he's only done it for himself. I just gave Jeff a million dollar business idea. All right. Well maybe you know, Maybe I, we should buy a box truck. Yeah, something tells me that Jeff is probably listening to the podcast. Jeff is probably recording the podcast. That's really true. <laughs> On a cassette player. On a cassette player. <laughs> so he can listen to it whenever he wants. Did somebody tell Jeff about Spotify? Yeah, so Jeff's great. Always love more Jeff. But we can't spend all episode with Jeff. Because there is some drama. We can't spend all episode with Jeff because we need to keep come out with our sanity intact. Speaking of sanity, right? What's going on with Andy? Andy did not give me the full on homicidal murderer vibe at first. But I don't know. Andy might be more than meets the eye. So Jessica is very disturbed by this conversation she has with Andy Andy also seems a little disturbed by the conversation, but for different reasons. So um, we have gone ahead and uh, spliced together a couple of their confessionals just to highlight the contrast. So the other day I was talking to Andy and um, I said, my name was Jessica. And he said, oh, my wife's name is Jessica. And I was like, that's cool. And then he just like was like, yeah, can you believe her name is Jessica too? That's your name. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. He was like, you both have the same name. I was like, yeah. And then he kind of like, I don't know, I guess he thought it was like a really good conversation topic. He kept going with that. And I was like, some people have the same name sometimes. And he's like, but like you even spelled the same. I was like, yeah, um, Jessica is really spelled one way normally. Um, um, and then he finally just kind of like uh, tapered off and, um, and laughed to himself and then just stared me in the eyes until I walked away. So, yeah. It makes me wonder if there are other Jessicas in the world that I don't know about and I've never met them before. And it makes me nervous. I can't stop thinking about the possibility of more than one Jessica. Yeah, he kept saying things about like possibilities of Jessicas meeting each other and that sort of thing. And it was like, um. He, he has some stuff he's got to work through. Um, and I hope he finds a friend to do that with. Just, you know, not me. I think there can only be one Jessica, and I've chosen my wife. So, I may have to kill the Jessica that's on this show. Okay. I love how cool and calm Andy is about the whole thing. It's a little weird. I guess I'm just going to have to kill Jessica. 
Yeah. Um, this show just got interesting. That was a that was a surprise. So Jessica does, I think, what anybody would do in this situation. She tells her buddy, right? Yeah. Um, Karen, can I grab you for a moment? Can yeah. we talk? Um, so you know Andy, the one who's you know, you know his cabs. Oh God, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's been looking at me a lot. He's been um, looking at you. Yeah, no, not in that kind of way. Um, well, because this... like we've been talking, so I just want that to be clear. Yeah, no, you can talk to him. No, no, I mean he's been looking at me with this like weird calculated look in his eyes, like like something has died behind them, and I don't know why. Um, I think yeah, that's I'm... just his general stare. Yeah. Okay, he does that to you too. I don't think he really has many faults behind those eyes. Okay. Got it sexy. Oh, okay, I guess. Um, you know, eyes on the prize. I just here. want you to know that we are talking. Like we've been talking. Uh-huh. You know he has a wife, right? I he- thought it was you. And and you were still talking to him? No, no, he's got a wife. Yeah, she's named Jessica, but she's just some other random girl named Jessica. Why does nobody understand this? There can be more than one person named Jessica in the world. You're the only Jessica I know. Really? Is it I thought everybody was naming their kids Jessica like 20 years ago. You know, it is weird every time he looks at you, Mm he's like reaching to his back pocket. I noticed that too, you know? And he doesn't do that with me. And I've been really livid with jealousy. Jealousy because he's reaching into his back pocket. I don't. Yeah, he, he mutters things to me um, when he's walking by, like you know, like only one and that kind of like I don't know. And I don't think it's Fuck. it doesn't seem nice. Like I'm not like you should not feel jealous, okay? And and again, he has a full on human wife at home named Jessica, not me. It's a second Jessica, okay? That's so weird. Can't believe there are more than one Jessica. Yeah. Um, do you, have you ever seen a Jessica Alba movie? Who? Wow. If I were Jessica, I would probably be even more disturbed now, right? There are so many things going wrong here. The fact that Karen also does not understand that people have different names. The fact that Karen thought that Jessica was Andy's wife. So Karen definitely has the hots for Andy. I think she just has the hots, period. And she... I guess, is flirting with him in this episode? Would you say that? I mean, it's not quite clear because it also sounds like, are they going to get in trouble? Are they going to get kicked off the show right, for yeah. romancing? Yeah, that's, I mean, that is uh, a rule on the show, but I don't know. I don't know what qualifies where that line is. But yeah, she has the hots. I don't know if she's flirting, but she's definitely letting him know that she is DTF, right? Yes. And she has her tits out. If a if a real geezer came up to me and he's got the bants and he's and he's got some tattoos and he's got like a septum piercing, I really don't know how I could resist. I mean, I think I'm going home, frankly. Like, I mean, I know it's Friend Island, it's not Love Island, um, but we can be friends. You know, I think I've never really had the relationship. I've always just been friends with benefits. So, I think. I think that's allowed. You can have friends with benefits. Um, When the girls come out, 
And by girls, I do mean my tits. When the tits come out, it's all it's all over, isn't it? Well, they're out right now. You can see them. I don't know why I'm framed from from just collarbone up. And she has her tits out. Didn't work on Jessica. Maybe it'll work on Andy. But I mean, she didn't say anything about it being interested in women. So I think it's more of like a defense mechanism than a mating ritual at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that's what she's got. And she's used to whipping them out and getting a reaction and people feel great about it. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that so far nobody is using those as a way to connect with her. Yeah, me too. It's time for Karen to learn some healthier relational procedures. Yeah, we'll see if um, this does work on Andy, but Andy still seems really more interested in getting to know Miranda than anybody else. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm ready to listen to Miranda, and and I'd love to find out all all that there is to. I, I love hearing compliments. I do. Um. Uh. I'm I'm one of those people that 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 likes to be complimented. So. Uh, so that would be, that would be probably a, a positive for me. I hope she knows that I'm married and I'm not looking for anything more than, uh, just a friend to, to t- tell me about movies and things that came out before I was born. And, and, um, but if she's, if she's ready to do that, then that's, that's absolutely fine. Uh, my calves are here for her to, to look at, I suppose, probably not to touch because, uh, my, my wife would, uh, Jessica would, would probably not, she doesn't want other people touching my calves. I mean, they are pretty nice calves. I have to give them credit. Well, I'm just curious to see how this is all going to shake out because you've got Karen chasing Andy. Jessica An- Jessica running from Andy. Yeah, Jessica chasing Karen. You've got Andy chasing Miranda. Trevor chasing Miranda. Miranda has no audio and very little video. Yeah. So we um, have no idea what she's doing. We don't know who Miranda likes. But um, yeah, this is a very complicated web of relationships already. And honestly, I expect nothing less from Friend Island. So super happy the American version is living up to the British. So let's bring in one more Islander who we haven't talked about this episode. Let's talk about Kyle. Yeah, let's talk about Kyle. I wish we didn't have to. No, come on. Kyle is just, he's a nice guy. Again, someone who probably tries a little too hard but you know his heart's in the right place right on the left side of his body second episode in a row you've made that joke second episode in a row you've made that uh, lame cliche all right let's hear let's hear about kyle kyle seems really nice but uh he looks like he smells weird i don't know there's something about him Kyle is like the biggest red flag I've ever seen. I mean, I'm really, really trying so hard not to be just viciously attracted to him. But every time he meant he brings up his his religion, it's just the biggest red flag. Yeah, I guess despite everything that's gone down today, they are still, you know, buddied up. Karen's tits don't seem to have thrown any bumps in the relationship. Yeah. I guess you make the best of a weird situation. Yeah, I I don't know who else Jessica has to talk to, honestly. So here's what I would say about Kyle. I think that as a friend, he would actually be, you know, a really fun person to have, not maybe as a close friend, but as somebody maybe you get together with 
every couple months, have a few beers. I, I think Kyle could be pretty fun. If somebody else were picking what we were doing that night and Kyle brought cocaine, but like he wasn't picking the music or the conversational topics, I'm in. Kyle also is an ambitious guy, right? He's got a big dream. So is Hitler. Come on. Kyle has not said one thing about the Jews yet. Yet. But his big dream is to have a Christian gym, which is kind of a cool idea, right? I mean, yeah, it's nothing really funny I can say about that. So why don't you just play the clip? Jesus Christ is the number one bodybuilder in all of history. If you ever see pictures of Jesus, he is cut. We're talking six pack. We're talking sometimes eight pack. If you see the Snyder cut of the 16th chapel. Okay. So what I want to look up to when I'm working out, when I'm pumping at the gym, when I'm thinking about the sweet, sweet deals that I'm going to cut this day is Jesus on the cross, dying for our sins and looking like a Greek God. Okay, in a vacuum, it's a great idea. And honestly, I feel like it would make a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a billionaire, right? He's going to be like, who is that? Um, He's going to be like a Martin Shkreli type, isn't he? No, he's going to be, what is that, like Tony Little, right? The guy... The big muscled up dude with the ponytail. Is that his name? I have no idea who that is. I I just see Kyle becoming a fitness celebrity. And also everybody else uses the confessional like we've seen on basically every other reality show. But Kyle sees the confessional basically as his opportunity to like market himself or something. What is up with this dude? Kyle might be a genius. Yeah, Kyle might be a genius. He actually is taking advantage of the show probably better than anyone else. It's coming to the end of the day. There's no mention of a party, right? There's been no getting changed montages. Like, what do they do? Yeah. There's a lot less, like, manufactured activity, I've noticed. Yeah. I mean, we had the friend day, and other than that, they're just, so far, just kind of, like, hanging out. And eating and talking And I guess when you're in your 30s or 40s, you don't really want to spend two hours putting on makeup, an hour doing your hair, and then, you know, stay up till 4 a.m. drinking. I wish I still could, but I guess this is pretty uh, true to life, huh? Um, So let's give a little bit of a preview for what is happening on the next episode. We know you haven't seen it yet, so we won't spoil anything. All we're going to say is you do not want to miss this one. Uncle Terry. Uncle Terry delivers. Yeah. Jeff tries. That's pretty much the theme so far, right? Jeff tries really hard and Uncle Terry delivers something. (laughs) Not what you asked for, maybe, but definitely something. Uh, You guys are going to love the next episode. uh, But for now, you can reach us on the socials. Uh, I am at LBLI podcast. Or you can email us at littlebitleaveitpodcast at gmail.com. And from Staten Island to Friend Island, there can be only one. <laughs>